0: You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. So many things planned. Next week will be uh, Overdose Awareness Day. So we'll be talking about that a little bit later. But let's get into that footage, okay? I had the time of my life with, po- with Pocan and Pacific Northwest Black Pride this weekend. When I say we had workshops, um, we ha- we also went to a bo- I seen a ball. I would have walked, but my coordination, y'all ain't really all on there. Um, one of the best workshops that I actually went to was Eaton's Garden. When I say some beautiful men that are advocating for our, uh, all intersections of our community, but teaching you more about how to educate and protect and build our trans men of color. Um, I had so much fun. Um, and also met somebody really nice this weekend. But in the meantime, <laughs> I have some wonderful guests here, Sierra and Moni Love. How y'all doing?
1: Good. How so, are you so
0: good? I'm so happy to have y'all here. we um, so excited. <laughs> so so I so before we get to a space inside, mm-hmm. who is Sierra and Moni Love? Right.
1: You first, girl. Always. So I'm Sierra. Um, I also write The Black Spiritualist. And I guess. A little bit about me. I do like coaching and healing, but I started this space, um, a space inside recently. And, you know, I'm just really passionate about um, uplifting the black community and helping us expand and grow and understand ourselves better. Um, And so
0: what made you get into the going into this this sector? Because, I mean, we Just now recently, we're just now starting to talk about wellness, right? Mm -hmm. And making it okay to uh, show up for yourself. So how did you get into that?
1: Um, Well, I've been a life coach for 10 years and um, it all started with my own spiritual journey. I got to be honest. And it just started when I started to understand, I guess, a little bit more about like why I was feeling particular ways or how my own beliefs started to limit me. And through... Um actually I first got into this in high school. I was in a mentoring program. What oh, high school did you go to? I was at Cleveland. Okay, no. <laughs> Cleveland. Um and um I was in a mentoring program and they had us watch The Secret. And granted, like the secret's like really, you know, surface level for like manifesting and understanding of beliefs or whatever. But that kind of helped me understand like shaping my own beliefs and stuff. So um, but yeah. <laughs> Didn't really like get to introduce you, but no. um
2: mm-hmm. hi. Moni Love. Um, I'm a self-taught artist. I'm actually from Portland, Oregon, so I'm not from Seattle. So out um, to
0: Portland. We got Converge family out there in Portland. I know, too, so. which I'm
2: really hype about. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited for that to go down there because, yeah, we're not going to get into it. Okay. But Portland has issues and they need to work on them. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, I left all that. Um, but right now I'm just I am working on some projects for some pieces that I'm doing actually for some uh Buildings in Portland. So I paint. That's what I do. I paint. Um, So much
0: more than that. But yeah. (laughs) Yes.
2: And I'm also the art director and um, the co founder of Inside. So that's kind of what I do there.
0: So, how did Inside? You developed what was what was the thought process behind that? Because what I love so much is that y'all are right there in the heart. When I think of Torchlight, when I think of the Wendy's that used to be across the street, <laughs> which I used to hang out with yeah. for so long, right? There's so much community there, but there has never really been black yeah. visibility, right? Yeah, for sure.
1: Um, so inside started as just like a dream, a space that I wanted to have for the black community. And I had dreamed and developed like this business, this, this idea, the concept, and just started making connections and really fleshing out the type of idea that I wanted. It took like three years, and I didn't know how, I didn't know where, I didn't know when, but I had a vision, and I was like, this is what I want. And um, last year, or at the end of last year, beginning of la- or beginning of this year, we applied for the Seattle Restored program.
0: Can you tell us a little bit more, a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, so the Seattle Restored Program, which, by the way, Phase 2 is open right now, um, and I'm one of the panelists to help people get selected, um, so hit me up, but... Uh, <laughs> um, the applications are due on the 26th, but the Seattle restored program basically are offering you retail storefront locations under a pop-up. And so they will pay your rent basically. Okay. And, um, they give you a grant. So if they like your business idea, so there's a few hundred applications and we were one of five pop-ups in the first round. Um, and then they also did art installations as well, which she was selected for an art installation. Yeah. So Thank her arties, mm-hmm. her okay. art's on display in China square. Um, But uh, the the Seattle Restore program gave us this grant and once the program began and we got started, they're like, wait a second, you know, your idea was something we didn't really consider, which was funding a new business or a new idea or a new program, because initially they were going after businesses that were already established. And so um, with them selecting us it kind of helped them shape the program. And so instead of us only being there for three months, we're actually there until the end of the year. And they're negotiating a long-term lease contract with us to be able to stay in that space.
0: It should be long-term. Yes.
1: So it's in, and we're actually working with the landlord. Shout out to the University of Washington, um, who owns the space and I'm a UW alumni. So we're hoping that, you know, that might little... Make them happy and let us stay. A <laughs> little <laughs> 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 you know? Um, but it's been so well received by the community and so re- well received. And just the media and just the awareness that's been g- brought to the space and the healing that we're trying to do for the community, it just really, um, they're like, let's, let's, h- yes. Because it's rare, because we
0: never see it, especially yeah. right there. I think that a lot of, Community members live downtown and don't get to go to the south, where some of those spaces were, or or city, which of course we know what happened there. Um,
1: and I was gonna say, um, I guess for those who don't know, what inside is um, a space inside or inside is downtown Seattle on Fourth Avenue between Union and University, and it is um, filled with all black owned businesses and black products. Um, We have BIPOC artists in the space and we have a healing room, which we bring in um, mental health therapists. We have Reiki healers on rotation there as well. And we do a lot of uh, classes and um, what do you call it? Events. So we have like um, you'll see later, but we have like open mics and we do healing circles. Paint and sips, candle pouring, family nights, just a lot of fun stuff. And we're just trying to bring community together and get people to explore themselves and do open mic and express themselves. And, and- we
0: got to talk about those open nights. And we'll talk about that when we <laughs> come back. You're watching We Live in Color with Deontay Damper.
3: Hey y'all my name is nicole harvey and i proudly serve as the director of community and family engagement at seattle jazz ed and i'm here to let y'all know that we're getting to launch our fall programming the first week of october so if you're a student or you know a student between the grades 4 through 12 that is interested in playing music whether they're a beginner they've been playing for a long time we have saved a seat for you For more information, please visit our website at www.seattlejazzed.org. All of our programs and classes are offered on a sliding scale tuition policy, which means that families get to choose what they pay, no questions asked. We also have free loaner instruments available for every student to use. If you have questions, you're welcome to contact us via email or by phone at programs at seattlejazzed.org or 206-324-5299. Lastly, we just want to let y'all know that we're hosting a blog party on Thursday, August 25th from 5 to 8 p.m. There's going to be free food, music, and it's going to be a really good time. So for more information, please visit our website. You can also check it out on Facebook and LinkedIn as well. Thanks, y'all. Hope to see you soon.
4: Guess what, you guys? Portland Hip Hop Week is August 20th through 27th, and Converge Media is proud to be an official partner. Of course, it's your buddy Basil Gordon here, and you already know the Converge team is literally going to head south on I-5 to celebrate hip-hop culture in the Rose City. Portland Hip Hop Week is literally jam-packed with dope events, including the Hip Hop Skate Party, hosted by DJ OG1, Hip Hop Wine & Chill at the Abbey Creek Winery. There's also a DJ workshop hosted by Grand Wizard. Theodore, and let's not forget Portland Hip Hop Week's biggest night, the 2022 Star Wars. And this year, they're celebrating women in hip hop. You can get more information by visiting pdxhiphopweek.com, and of course, you can head over to my blog at jam1075.com. Just search Basa.
0: Basically, fam, believe in giving. Like we have to be willing to give more, and people seem to always think giving means money. But nah, bro, it's like you can give time, you can give understanding, you can give access, you can give a listening ear and an open heart. You can give and share your God-given gifts and talents, but you just got to give. You just got to give. I love that part. That's my favorite part. <laughs> my <laughs> we are back when we live in color. Uh, I'm Deontay Damper, and I'm sitting here with my beautiful friends, uh, Sierra and Moni. Now, we were just talking about a space inside or inside, and did this come about like through the pandemic how were you both during the pandemic
1: um so yeah it did it definitely came about because of like the the pandemic and coming out of that experience and just like it was the perfect opportunity to you know apply for the program and get it but also what I was finding is that a lot of people are coming out of the pandemic and like are unsatisfied with their careers or are just trying to find ways to explore what really matters to them because like we just came through a pandemic. Like we were locked up and people were really like exploring crafts and doing all this other stuff. And so we wanted to like create a space where people can come and explore art and explore talents and just explore themselves. And um, art played a big part of that for me as well. And art was a big part of like my healing and my growth and my process and it was like a no brainer to like have my partner who's yeah. an artist be the art director um, and co-founder and just art's been become like a big part of it as well. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. What
2: about you, Yeah. I mean, during the pandemic um, coming out of it, um, I definitely um, once we started getting into inside and started thinking about like the real concept of like what healing looks like, that really made me come to terms of like, you know, I've been painting for for years. I've always been creating art um, my whole life. And I really came to terms like art is really a healing source for me. Like that's where I come to a point where I can understand or just to be in solitude and to be with myself and to connect with myself and to also challenge myself. There's just so many different aspects to art. And it's so great to be able to bring that to other people and have people explore in a safe space where you're that's just a place to have a good time with other people in community. Yeah
0: and yeah. good time is what we have because i mm-hmm. have been there myself <laughs> yes <laughs> and yeah what i love so much is just one y'all greet everyone right at there at the door but make sure that they feel comfortable i remember mm-hmm. this guy came in he was so nervous he was so so nervous and you sat there and talked to him got him some water and he went up there and sang his wonderful song <laughs> <laughs> um, it
1: was awesome right <laughs> <it> was awesome.
0: <laughs> but but you make so Describe to people the elements of how people are in there and what happens.
1: Um, It's really interesting because a lot of people come into inside and generally that's always the first opinion is the energy. And it was just welcoming or just like people are just like, I don't know, I was just drawn to this space. Like we've had people who like left work meetings or just having like a really crappy day and just happened to wander down the street. And it's like something brings me in here and they come in there and end up having a conversation with us that. Was just perfectly timed and so needed for them. But at our events, we find that like a lot of people come in there and they may be nervous, but by the end of it, like they're really opening up and really connecting. That's it, it, that actually. Is why we shaped our um, our open mics. Like at the end of them, when people can come and do poetry and speak and tell stories or make music or or share the EP or whatever and like do that. And then at the end, we do like an open forum. People can just talk, get support from the community, talk about whatever they're going through, and that is become like the part that people wait for because like people will be there and they start to connecting and feel community they feel value. They feel like they belong. They feel like they're heard. They feel supported. They feel like they're in a place where it matters. And like, it takes a community to build a community. And we're finding that like the more that people come, we're getting so many people that are continuously coming back because that's where, where they're finding a place to build their community. Um, And it's, it's like, you know, because I also work full time for network television outside of this. And um, it's, I live a very like busy and stressed lifestyle, but inside reminds me of like why it matters and why I do stuff for community and why I hold this space is because it's needed and it's
0: important. What about yeah. you, money? you almost made me cry. (laughs) Yes.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, I, I completely agree. And when it comes down to inside, I'm, you know, I'm really here supporting what she envisioned and, and I believe in it full-heartedly. Like I, being a part of someone's journey and their healing journey and just someone being able to come in here and, and find a community, being a part of that time in their lives is beautiful. You know, like for someone to come in and just be so real and raw and be like, Hey, like I'm hurting. I don't know who you are, but I feel like I need to come and tell you. And we always open them open arms. Like we're, we're here. And like, that's, that's what I love so much. And like, when we're doing like events, one thing that we always set the tone and we're like, Hey, be ready to be uncomfortable
3: because you're going to get comfortable yeah. Always. and
2: and you're going to you're going to learn each other like we make everybody get up, introduce themselves, mm-hmm. get to know each other, go talk to each other. It's it's mandatory with us. Yeah.
1: We we literally are like, "Hey everybody, now stand up and say your name." And people are like, "I don't want to." That's great, but we're building a community. So right. we're all going to be uncomfortable and that's okay because this is a place of growth and this is a safe place for you to be uncomfortable.
0: Mm-hmm. I also love how you there was there's also a statement like, "Hey, We are all community here. Mm -hmm. You're also going to make sure you be inclusive. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes people think just in in our space because we're like, well, we're just going to comply with anything. No, we advocate for everyone Mm -hmm. in here. Mm -hmm. And I I felt so comfortable there. Kirk, can you do me a favor? We do have a small clip, though, (laughs) from one of your previous (laughs) interviews that you did here. I want people to see Inside. Kirk, can you?
1: Hi, my name is Sierra, and welcome to Inside. Insight is a space made to redefine self-care. We do that through products that we offer here, our services, as well as our events and experiences. The types of experiences that you'll get at Insight or you can look forward to are really fun, specifically curated things to help you expand who you are. For instance, last weekend was a date night for couples. And what we did is we did a sip and paint, and we also had a therapist there to talk them through guided conversations to build their communication and intimacy together. And we also had like five-star Durs from the Celebrity Chef to help expand your palate. And so that type of event, we got nothing but great feedback on, and those are the types of experiences we hope to continue to bring at Inside. A big support came from Seattle Restored. They're the company and the program that got us the initial funding here. They have like a hundred and something pop-up locations for art. And then we're one of five storefront locations that were selected out of the hundreds of applicants as well. So the idea is to you know start having these art installations and businesses pop up downtown in hopes that like folks see like we're, we're doing stuff. Let's revitalize, get people back to walking around and spending their time and money down here. The community has really been showing up and showing their support for what we're doing here and that's really what is going to get people continuing to come back. A lot of feedback that I received on my proposal from Seattle Restored was the reason I selected my option is because I brought in 36 different brands and artists into this space. I intentionally wanted to create a space that was a collective of all these brands and businesses that maybe might not have had the opportunity to be in a retail space. So I wanted to really amplify these amazing brands and products and these people in this community so that we can collectively as a group support each other, but also offer healing and offer alternative ways in which we move and go through this world. post COVID, a lot of people are coming out going, what do I want to do with my life now? What is going to give me purpose and what's going to give me a meaning? And so I hope to offer a space that people can explore what that looks like for them, whether it be taking an art class or exploring art that they never have before or purchasing, you know, products that they would have never tried to expand their palette or even just dabbling in clothes and look good and feel good and just doing whatever they can to, to go and tap into areas that they maybe might not have before we are continuing to bring more products and partner with more folks in our community to offer more classes and resources so we're excited to be here and it's so far so good like um we heard that uh you know we're going to be extended with the seattle restored program so hopefully that means we can stay in this location for you know a lot longer um, and to be able to get a good you know step forward for building a sustainable Business.
0: that was amazing
1: it was <laughs> and i just have to say like big shout out to convert because like i i didn't ask for that you guys found us and showed up and was like i want to support you guys and like how can i so big shout outs to oh because like, you guys are great. You're out here supporting the community and really caring about us and trying to, like, bring awareness of things that matter. So, like, it's I appreciate Converge wholeheartedly for even making that video for me.
0: Like, that's. You know, we appreciate you. You know, this is a, <laughs> this is a station of giving. Yeah. Um, and when we come back, we'll be right back. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs>
4: Guess what you guys? Portland Hip Hop Week is August 20th through 27th and Converge Media is proud to be an official partner. Of course, it's your buddy Basil Gordon here and you already know the Converge team is literally going to head south on I-5 to celebrate hip hop culture in the Rose City. Portland Hip Hop Week is literally jam-packed with dope events including the Hip Hop Skate Party hosted by DJ OG1, Hip Hop Wine and Chill at the Abbey Creek Winery. There's also a DJ Workshop hosted by Grand Wizard Theodore, and let's not forget Portland Hip Hop Week's biggest night, the 2022 Star Wars. And this year, they're celebrating women in hip hop. You can get more information by visiting bdxhiphopweek.com. And of course, you can head over to my blog at jammy1075.com. Just search VESA.
0: And we're back here at We Live in Color. I'm here with these two with the lime green. So who chose to wear lime green first? Do <laughs> <laughs> so I want to know? <laughs> Listen, I got dressed
1: first.
3: I was picked up. out
2: the clothes. She lying. I was this was laid out on the bed. I also helped dress her. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, okay and but,
0: a stylist. Okay. A
2: stylist. You know, I also did her makeup. Shout okay, out to me.
1: Okay. <laughs> Listen.
0: Let me know. So, let's talk about some black love real quick. So, yeah. where'd y'all meet? How how did, y'all, <laughs> how did this union come about?
1: So, we'll give you the short version. Yes. It's very short. A lot of people tell uh, ask us. But, um, so, it was my first Pride being out. So, I was out. Okay. okay. After I broke up, left, you know, the father of my kids and, um, was like out, I went to pride and, uh, she's originally from Portland
2: mm-hmm.
1: and came up to Seattle pride. Was it 2019? I think so.
2: Yeah. 2019.
1: Um, pride 2019. And like, I, I wasn't,
2: yeah, I wasn't, really I wasn't go. supposed to be in Seattle. Okay. I wasn't supposed to come up, but I made, I made it work. My friend was coming up they were all gay they're like it's my friend's birthday like we're going to go up and then we're going to go to pride i'm like cool i ended up making it here somehow but really we were we were, we went to the pride event I was leaving. We were leaving. Okay. And if we're going to be real, I got cat called. I was wearing a dress, you know, <laughs> I'm very, um, It was a red I know shirt I'm very masculine thing. presenting, but I'm also very feminine as well. I'm very much both. Um, yeah, I was wearing like a little dress or whatever. And I just heard like, Hey yo red shirt. And I was like, Phew. my friend was like, that's you. Either way, I went and talked to her. Um, shaking she, talk. Like, she was like i was it's a no for me she was that's like not like, what i do like she like and actually it
1: was just like it was this whole conversation between me and my cousin because she's like okay the first person who like sees the person like that's who claims them or whatever <laughs> this
5: is so childish what? is this like, a
0: maiden call what this is was,
1: was like very this was just like because she's like "Ooh, that person and then she'd go talk and then i was like bro i was like so then she's like okay she like saw her and said something and lets her go by and i'm just like Whoa, 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 we're not doing that. Yo, red shirt. So <laughs> it wasn't a dress, it was a shirt. Um, yo, red shirt. And um, you know, I cat called her or whatever. And then she comes over to me and she's like
2: Okay, so literally fast forward. Talk. We okay. didn't talk for some phone. months. We didn't talk for some months, and then um really we were like liking each other's stuff on social media. I kind of liked what she was doing, like personality wise, like just seeing like she was doing like a moon circle. And I'm like, ooh. You know, I like the moon. I'm spiritual. Um, spiritual. <laughs> I really just what like the it, things that did. Hold on,
0: wait a minute. Did. Because, wait a minute. I, I mean, I watched Game of Thrones, but I ain't never seen a moon circle. What's a moon circle?
1: Um, we actually so have one on Saturday. We have one on Saturday. Um, okay, but moon great. circles are, like, where folks come together and um, utilize the energy of the moon. So... Um, the moon is very powerful. It moves tides and water through our body, especially because we are made up of primarily water. Um, and so how the moon affects us does affect us energetically. And so we utilize the new moon and the full moon and their energy to manifest or to start new beginnings or whatever. And so we that's what the moon circle does. So okay. I, I would do them at and have, have some Saturday. bonfires. Mm-hmm. Yes. But,
2: but the full moon and new moon also have the strongest energy poles on Earth on the full moon and new moon. So mm-hmm. those are the strongest energy pools okay. um, during each month. But we have one on Saturday. It's free. You should come. It starts at 6, 10, okay. 7. Um, but yeah, so I, I really enjoyed what she what she was doing. I kind of like the essence of her. And then I was like learning how to play ukulele, posting videos. I like started yeah. liking a little bit of what she was so, doing. You know, I'm was like, oh, you're it honest, up. Huh? Yeah, started chopping <laughs> it up. And I actually lived in Portland at the time too. So, and she was up here. So it was also and, long distance. And I was just coming out of this stuff with my kids' father and I. And I was like, I don't want to
1: be with nobody. And I was like, oh, this girl in Portland, like sh- this will be fun to talk to. Like, that's so low risk. Like, who the fuck wants to be with somebody in another state?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I'm like, hi. And
1: here we are. <laughs> now we live together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. How how um how hard, if you don't mind me asking, how hard was that like going through that transition, right? Um
1: oh, don't make me cry.
0: Well, um, it's really important because, I mean, I think that I know you as a strong, yeah. beautiful woman mm-hmm. and, um, and queer. um, And, you know, sometimes in community, they don't, they accept a piece of you, but not mm-hmm. all of you. And we don't yeah. hear it from women enough, right?
1: I have to say, like, I think the most, like, heart, one of the most heartbreaking parts of it is, like, when I like, came out to my family, it's like, okay, I am queer, blah, blah, blah. They're just like, no, you're not. You just haven't found the right guy. Mm. And I was like, whatever. And just, you know, continued on with my life. And I mean, it, to me, like other people's opinions are ultimately irrelevant because it's up to me to live my dreams. It's up to me to live my life how I want to. And like no one else in this world can wake up and live my dreams. You know, there's no one else in this world that can wake up and do what I want to do for me. Like, it just doesn't happen. And so we have to be the person that, like, fights for ourselves and believes in ourselves and takes ownership of our own dreams and says, you know what? I don't care what your opinion is because it's irrelevant. It doesn't affect my life, really. Like, your your words can just be words. I don't have to put meaning to them. So. it's beautiful. Yeah. Um,
0: On that note, forget the haters. (laughs) 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 Moving right along. So I I do also want to ask, like, as lesbian women in our community, how is it? I know, do you feel that that the community says LGBTQIA community, but the L is silent? Because I've heard that a lot from our community members as leaving mm. like a lot of women feel left out like during our pride events, as well as other community events.
1: I would say that is a theme that at least is spoken amongst like some of my friends and my friend group and... um one of my friends actually did like an all women's pride event because of that yes um and it was all black women at that because like you know during pride it just white men go crazy sorry but it's real
2: yeah pride is a is a big space for for gay white men to be and there's not a lot of space for one gay black people and gay black women you know like it it's yeah, there's not just a space for us to just be in pride in that way. So. And
0: what can community do to better call to action for that? Because, I mean, I know that I'm a queer Black man in the space, but at the same time, you know, there's a privilege that comes in that space. And I yeah. think a lot of women, um, from trans women to trans men, as well as black, black women, bi and lesbian, go unheard.
1: I think that, like, the biggest challenge for like women of color who are queer is like the the glass ceiling, right? If we if we think about like the glass ceiling and where women fall, women are already below men. And then if you pull in ethnicity, black women are below it all. And then if you pull in sexual orientation, we are even further below. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to like glass ceiling or what our expectations of we are literally at the very bottom. Of of just respect, care, understanding, knowledge, or, or and and I don't mean this all, but like in our society, we are the less thought of, right? And so that means that we have to do a lot more to even level the playing field as white women, or to to level the playing field, or or even as a, a black man. Not to say that black men don't have it just as hard as black women, but our struggles are different, right? Um, and. And so, like, it just, we have to do a lot more to even reach the the regular level. So when you see, like, a black woman in a position of power, a black woman being strong, we have to also think about what it took for her to get to that point. You, you know, because when we, if we were to look at a resume that was the exact same and it was a black woman and a white man, I'm going to pick the black woman because I know that she struggles six times, ten times harder than, or a hundred times harder than this white man to get to the same place. If you could have the exact same resume, the exact same education, the exact same experience. And I'm going to pick the black woman 10 times over because I know she dealt with societal struggles, internal struggles and different upbringing, upbringings and beliefs than that white man could ever like fathom going through. Like the level of resilience in black women and black women uh, that are queer is astonishing Mm -hmm. because of what we just naturally have to face in our lives.
0: That was a word. Yes. (laughs) Yes. We're going to take one more break. And when we come back, we have we have community events that are coming up as well as a living color tribute. You're watching. We live in color with Deontay Damper. Basically, fam, believe in giving like we have to be willing to give more. And people seem to always think giving means money. But nah, bro. It's like you can give time. You can give understanding. You can give access. You can give a listening ear and an open heart. You can give and share your God given gifts and talents. But you just got to give. And we're back here with we, we Live in Color. Um, I'm here with my wonderful guest. Now, I have to ask you one more time. Well, kind of switch gears. What is it like working together as a couple?
2: <laughs> <It's> <laughs>
0: terrible. I know y'all
1: said all the right? love. Right? It's It's but, terrible. Uh, we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, again, so when we started Insight, she quit her job to come and like be able to be a presence and physical presence at inside. And I kept my day job and my full-time job. And so it went from like having time apart to not having any time apart because we work together. We live together.
2: We're always together. Right. (laughs) So it's a struggle. It's a balance. Yeah, really. I mean, but like we're always going to have to try to figure out a balance, especially if, um, you know, we're going to continue doing inside and doing it together. When you're around somebody so much, you could get tired of them and that's just regular. So we're just yeah, yeah, we love each other. We're trying to figure it out. We're trying to figure it out. It has its challenges, of course. So, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, one thing that that is for sure is like I I'm always gonna support inside and I have my heart invested not only in in the business, but in her too. And I'm not gonna allow that to fail because this is what she wants to like. This is her dream. So for me and us being together, That's so cute. I'm That's like, so sweet. I'm no, before, <laughs> for real. Like I would not I'm wouldn't so able to like emotionally dedicated to like her dreams as well. You know, like yeah. like her dreams is also my as dreams. I am like, hers. I should say exactly. We're yeah. connected. Like that, you yeah. know,
1: so I, I wouldn't. I I like all jokes aside though. Like it, I wouldn't be able to do it if it wasn't for her because literally, like I and incredibly difficult to get a hold of. Like, I have my full-time job. I'm running inside. I still have clients. I'm making this movie with Eddie Bauer. Shout out to Converge because you guys are producing it for me.
0: Exclusive. Um, Y'all heard it first. Can you yes. say, say
1: that one more time? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I actually was selected by Eddie Bauer to do the um, one outside film grant. Um, And it's for LGBTQ filmmakers. And I was selected as one of the six um, award recipients to make my first film. And um, I love Converge so much. And your guys' ability to tell Black stories that I was like, hands down, I need you guys to tell this story for me.
0: Wait a minute. Um, This is news to me. Congratulations. (laughs) Congratulations. (laughs) It's well-deserved. Thank you. I can't wait to see what comes out of that.
1: Thank you. And so, like, just with everything going on in my life, literally, like, she manages my calendar, like, I, she makes sure I'm up on time, that I don't forget things, like, because I would be just crazy.
0: You them. got any brothers?
1: I know, right? <laughs> no, they're
2: trash. They're no trash. I'm, yeah, I'm no kidding. Well, you can't say that. I can say that.
0: Oh, you don't want to. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> At all. <laughs> so, what, so, what next, so what else is up next for both of you? So uh, whether it be an art or a space inside, are there mm-hmm. any upcoming events? Do we have some events that we got coming up, Kurt? Let's pull some of those up.
1: Um, We do have a bunch of events coming up. uh, But if you check out our Instagram, the dates and everything, the full calendar be released there. But we have like our moon circle on Saturday. Mm -hmm. We have open mic night. It's the second Saturday of every month. Yes, September, um, 10th. September 10th and our lovely. And host, I will be hosting that. <laughs>
0: um,
1: our open mic and then we do like twerk up a sweat, which is like a twerk dancing class with Afro beads. Um, this time coming up,
0: y- y'all participate because I, can't, yeah. I got, listen. Like, two I'm left, gonna be I got, in like, the back feet. Like I was dancing through Pride weekend and I was like, those are new moves that I it's, don't. It's do. not
2: about your feet; it's about okay. your booty, right? Yeah. Okay. okay well, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, still,
0: I'm still I'm literally still doing Sierra one two step now. So that's, I, I, that's all I can do. That's all you need.
2: Yeah, that's, that's all you need. You got rhythm. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, so how can people be able to find y'all? Where can we, where can we find more information? So
1: you can follow us on Instagram a space inside s so p awesome. a c e so a s p a c e inside dot com.
0: Awesome. And we do have what we call we live in color tributes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Who would you like to tribute today?
1: I would like to tribute my Auntie V.
0: Can you tell us more about Miss Aunt V?
1: Yeah. So my Aunt V, um, she has really helped guide me through my spiritual journey. Um, I was a really like highly sensitive child and I didn't understand um like why I would go to a mall and pick up energies and like come home and like feel weird or be really emotional. And she kind of taught me how to like work with my energy and how to protect my energy and how to understand when we're taking on energy of other people and just how like spirituality energy work in general and has really like helped guide and shaped my perspective and mindset in regards to like what we can and cannot control in our lives and just understanding our own beliefs. And she's been a huge part of just my spiritual journey and just holding myself accountable to what's real and what's honest is what's true. And the one thing that she, um, told me that just really sticks with me to this day and she hates it, but it's like, um, uh, what is it? Hold on. A justification means you're wrong or excuse is a lie. And a justification means you're wrong. Mm. So anytime, like she hears me talking she's like, okay, now an excuse is a lie and a justification means you're wrong. And that makes you like sit back and really think about what you're saying and where can you take ownership and where can you hold yourself accountable to whatever the heck is going on. And so when I'm thinking of the stories that I'm telling myself in regards to whatever is going on in my life, I always go, okay, are there any excuses that I'm telling myself in this? And am I justifying any behaviors in this? Because then I means I'm lying and I'm wrong. And if it's true and it's honest, then I go, okay, then this is valid. That's how you can stop your mind from playing those games with you too. <laughs> well,
0: we got to thank Un- Unve because honey, I- can I be, can mm-hmm. he be my life coach? <laughs> yes! a a life coach?
1: <laughs> <laughs> of course. I'm here. Like I tell people all the time, like, just come by, come see us at Inside, even like open mics, like the open forum. I give a lot of coaching advice and stuff. I give a lot of free um. Experiences and coaching and readings, like all of it at a lot of our events. I'm just out here, you know, helping community and healings. Like, okay. yeah.
0: Now, before comfort. we get out of here, I do want to ask y'all what would you want your legacy to be?
1: Oh my God, that's a yeah, lovely
0: question. It's, it's, it was, hey, um, we got time.
1: You know, I think about this a lot, actually. Um, and I just want to help people see their own potential and help people see where their own beliefs are limiting them because there's so much that we can do. And there's so much that we can become if we didn't hold ourselves back. And if I can help change one person's life for them to be like, yo, remember that conversation I had with you? Like ever since that moment, I've X, Y, and Z. And when that happens, like those people have a really special place in my heart because I go through a lot and like that's what it's for though is to be like I might struggle and be stressed but if I can change someone else's life I did my job that's I I fulfilled my purpose
2: yeah i mean shoot i'm with can that be- <laughs> <laughs> yes i you know and i i totally agree cuz um what is it that I always say? The most valuable currency we have is the effect we make on others, yeah. and that's definitely something. That's actually a quote from Jim Carrey. I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> really? That, really? Yes, you quote. have no idea. We ain't go. Don't. We ain't oh, okay, get I won't even Carrey. do it. To you. Yeah. Okay. We got to get off of here. Um, <laughs> Jim Carrey's my dude, but um, yeah, the most valuable currency we have is the connection we make with others, right? And and I believe that fullheartedly. I believe that like the only thing that we leave on this earth is the energy and, and our spirits and, mm-hmm. and what we have fed into other people. Like period. Like we have nothing else. Like when when we're out of here, we we're off. We're sent into the stars. Okay. So it's really the memories and and what you were able to give people to. And I'm like really
1: huge on protecting that. Like I'm big on like protecting the way in which I'm represented, because I don't want to be a person that leaves harm. Like I teach my kids, you leave things better than you found them. And that includes people. And so if you meet someone and they're coming in, this is why people come into the damn shop and they're coming in crying. It's like, I want to leave you better than where you came. And how can I do that? And that is just ingrained in me as a person. It's like, I genuinely just like, I care about people.
0: Honey, I know I'm going to leave here better than how I came. <laughs> I want to just thank y'all for coming in. You are, y'all are—you both are converged family. And I will be seeing y'all two times throughout this weekend. Yeah. And the next open <laughs> mic is September 10th, everyone. So please mm-hmm. feel free to email us or email them. To, we'll, we'll put some information in the chat later on. Uh, I want to say goodbye to my guests. I want to thank y'all yeah. for coming. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Any special shout outs to anybody? Family, friends. Um, shout
4: out to my mom. <laughs> <laughs> shout
1: out to Liv T, who just dropped her new album, Orange and Pink or Pink and Orange. Check mm-hmm. it out on Apple Music. Let's have her on. Yes. I've been hearing things. Yes. yes, we're gonna make that happen. <laughs> okay,
0: awesome. And big shout out to oh, big shout out to the production yes. team. Always. Big, big, big oh, wait a minute. Uh, big shout out to the 100th episode of Traveling While Bat Black. You are my family. So shout Ooh, out to y'all. Hey. We're going to make a thousand more. So shout out to y'all. Um, I will be seeing y'all next week. Next Wednesday, we will start um, Overdose Awareness Day and we'll be a- able to start Recovery Month next month. So until then, we are loud, we love, and we live in color. I'm Deontay. You guys have a blessed night. <laughs>